You're listening to Response Team Omnicron, Episode 2, Part 2, Mechs on the Ridgeline. Do y'all think some uh, some hex charges would be overkill? Would explosions be overkill? No, just be careful where you deploy them. Uh, I do have a question, because we're going to be doing some convoy. Do we want to make sure we have more deployable cover than, than we usually carry? That's a good point. Yeah, I'll bring my smoke mines like usual. Okay. I got some I got some deployable cover we can lift and shift. I have I think I'll go ahead and put a Jericho deployable cover on as well, rather than the jump jets because I'll be staying close to Olivia. I can bring a projected shield as well. Also remember if we end up dealing with any of those invisible fools, having a reliable weapon is incredibly useful. Stick with something that can't be broken or dropped. I think I've got something in mind. I think I'm going to bring some uh charged weapons, like a heavy charge blade with me, and I've replaced one of my swords with a assault rifle, just so I have that reliability. Uh, I figure if, uh, like they said, they do bring some, some guys that are designed to take a hit, I can try and take them down a peg with the charged weapon. And right now it is only this one mission in the sort in the sortie, correct? We don't need to worry about moving into a second mission at this point in time, unless that gets revealed to us through the thing. As far as you know, you will only be doing one mission. Sounds good. Y'all don't think we'll run into any, like, underwater or zero-G combat, right? Not right now. If we do, something's gone terribly awry. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm prepped just in case of that. I think I could replace that. <laughs> if you're looking for something to replace it with, either getting some custom paint or uh, I'm taking an expanded compartment. That way, if we need to rescue anyone, we can. Well, that's a good point. I think I'll do the compartment. I mean, I don't know how many extra people are going to have to rescue. That paint job could be useful, given the fact that you're going to be brawling a lot. I already got one. Oh, you already got I one. Do have a t- I Excellent. do have a paint job. Excellent. It's, uh, I've got, like, that weird galaxy paint that was really popular in 2016. <laughs> Got some. Gonna take some deployable cover and uh, some up close and personal tools, should we say? I'm swapping my howitzer for a nexus for self-guided projectiles. Sounds fancy. It's that E defense rather than that regular evasion. You are all set. You guys head out. You guys meet up with Caster Fielding, who uh, is, you see kind of, um, as you guys head out of the briefing space, uh, loadouts prepared, you guys will walk out and you guys see a collection of mechs kind of autopiloting their way out of the giant building um, that has uh, the doors open and all these mechs kind of coming out. And you guys are going to see all of your mechs just in that cool slow-mo moment where you watch all of them walk kind of in front of you type thing. Um, obviously, the uh, the Sagamartha towering a whole another like five or six feet above the rest of the mechs um, as they all kind of move out with their deployments. Um, you see a bunch of, like, about a handful of various... Uh, you know, engineers and stuff like that will come over to get, you know, your your actual like loadouts, uh, like flash printed and stuff like that. And then you all kit it up. You guys step into your mechs. Um, and you guys hear uh, Flashpoint come on over the radio after you guys do your system checks and goes, All right, are we all, uh, how are the mechs holding up? Did you get printed fun? Mine looks good. I say as I'm arranging a couple photos shoved in between panels and wherever I can stick them. Skip is going to try and move all the parts. (laughs) All systems green. Dante, ready for lunch. Everything looks good over here. Runway ready for launch. Um, Travis will move the mech and do like a self like fist bump with the with the the, uh, mechanized manipulators. Ranger 1, ready. Uh, Tyler will put his uh, standard operating maneuvers manual to one side. Uh, I'm here, I'm in my baby. Rex is ready to roll out. Jumper ready. 
Okay. I'm ready now. Ixus is ready, and she kind of flexes the shoulders of her mech. I'll take point. You hear crackle over the comms uh, after Flashpoint kind of has very, send a quick, like, audible signal, but not really like a, a, a vocal tone of any kind of, like, speech that he has heard all of you, or they have heard all of you, excuse me. Um, and then another voice crackles on afterwards and goes, all right. This is not the voice I gave Caster Fielding last time, but we're rolling with it. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, we got our three vehicles here. Um, you kind of see them. They're, they're kind of parked at the end of like this strip of kind of driveway that this, uh, hangar comes out of and goes, so if you're uh, taking point, we'll fall in behind you. Um, let's, uh, let's get this show on the road, huh? Um, you guys see him hop into the third of the three trucks. Um, they kind of all sit in line, wait, uh, Olivia, you pass, and then they kind of pull out, um, following you out of the, the colony. Um, you guys will see a lot of people stop and look at you as you're passing through. Um, you guys get the feeling that mechs aren't a very common occurrence on the friendly side, on, on the evergreen side. So uh, you see a lot of hope kind of resonate in their faces as they kind of see this and go, Cool, maybe this isn't this isn't going to be a permanent thing. The raids that are happening. Um, as you guys leave uh, the the perimeter wall, you see a couple of like militia members raise their fists and like do like a like a quick pump in the air for you guys. Um, you assume there's maybe also some cheering there, but you can't quite make it from the distance. And the fact that you guys are in your mechs. Um, hey, Finn. Huh. Um. Can. Travis actually stop at the whooping uh, militia and like, wh- and like literally like like bend down and put like the mech fists like next to the guy. The real side, like your manipulators or your your fist fist. The, the like mech, mech fist, fist, like the actual yeah. like. It's like, um, <laughs> like you, you don't go down too far because mechs are only about ten feet tall. They're not super huge. Uh, size one mechs are anywhere from like ten to twelve feet. Uh, Size two is where they get to be like 18 to 24, you know, building size. Um, But you can move down a little bit. You extend the fist. He happily punches it decently hard and then shakes his hand because he doesn't understand what what would happen when you (laughs) do a fist bump with with straight metal. Um, And then he goes, but he gives you a thumb up, some thumbs up afterwards, um, puts his hand back on the rifle that he's holding in uh, in his offhand. Um, Rock on. I'll roll out. Cool. You all head off. Uh, this is, I think, another great panning shot of you all stepping off on this pathway. Um, uh, Big Sis leading it in the uh, blue and purple uh, livery of her mech, um, followed by the three vehicles. Do you guys want to be flanking on either side mm-hmm. for the rest of the party? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the party flanking on both sides of the, uh, the three vehicles. Tents um, are showing no activity. Everything seems clear. Let's have a nice walk in the park. Keep your positions and your spacings. I know how these things go. Yeah. What's a park, by the way? You're you're kidding. They don't they don't have those where I'm from. Hey. It's like a jungle, but safer. Oh. Okay. Travis will, uh, from his pack while he's like, has the mech on like auto move, um, pull out this old, old, uh, like dusty CD. And like, you, you can barely see the art on the front. And it's like a very, you can barely see the AC and DC logo. <laughs> and we'll, and back in black, we'll start, we'll start playing over the uh, squad com. I didn't take you one for classical music, Ranger. It calms me down while I'm doing Sims. What is a Cadillac? <laughs> no idea. No idea. It's all about the feeling. You don't need to know the words, man. It's fine. Uh, this is not a standardized broadcast over the over the comms. I'm not sure how I feel about this. No, he's he's clearly found a really old laser disky player thing. I don't even know if they they don't even make. They don't even make the thing that made the thing that made the thing that makes this well, anymore. I paid a premium for this blueprint, and I use it on every version of my Mac. Cool. I mean, I appreciate classical music. 
this is this isn't my favorite classical band, but they're not bad. That's fair. Tyler will definitely turn the volume down on his personal music player. The rain of Hercinius spring season pings off the roof of Evergreen's barracks. Inside, militia members sit around a table with an Omninet screen propped up against the wall. One of them flips through Omnistreams, finally finding Winston's as another member pulls up a chair to watch the PR team as their mechs cross beyond the walls of Evergreen for the first time. Elsewhere in the rings of Union space, on a neon-filled planet, sharing the same intensity of rain as Evergreen. A family sits down to dinner, a hollowed projector displaying Winston's splash art for a stream. As we pass through the family's dining space, we come to a couple just an apartment over, catching the end of an Omni stream. All right, thank you for watching the stream. As always, my handle is coffee is for quitters. Thank you to all the Never Quit Nation members that have joined our ranks as we continue to never quit. Gonna raid as we head out here. Oh. Looks like Winston's streaming. We're going to hop over to Winston's stream to see what he's up to with Landmark Colonial's crisis response team. Be sure to give him a follow and share our highlights with him. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, we just started the stream, first one in the field. Hi, hi to everybody. It looks like we have a raid from Coffee is for Quitters. Ooh, somebody on my team might have a problem with that. We'll get back to that here in a little bit. But we're just rounding the corner, and it looks like we're going to try to get this convoy through. And... Contact. Oh, no. Enemy mechs on the ridgeline. Oh, no. Runway. Argument's over. All right. Uh, I'm going to cut the audio and... As the drone mics are cut off, we pass through the screen into view the turn in the road where Olivia is called contact. Unknown mechs burst from the trees, rushing forward to spring the hasty ambush that they have set in place. Connect rounds crack through the air, their muted sounds passing through the mechs of response team Omnicron as the team begins to break formation around the convoy to meet these aggressors. One mech looms in the distance, towering over the rest of the ambushers, hoisting a large shield and grenade launcher as they lock eyes with the team. Rainmaker's mech, Dante, spools up its hyperspec fuel injector and boosts forward to engage the enemy activating its jump jets to fly up and over the fallen trees that have moved to provide cover for the ambush. As the jump jets of Dante flare, a hail of pulsing weapons fire comes from the mount on the back of the mech, obliterating a small drone in the center of the ambushing party. Seeing Rainmaker take out its fellow mech, one of the ambushers levels the rifle held in its mechanical arms and begins laying down suppressive fire. Incoming fire, what's the flank? Forcing Dante to duck behind a thick fallen tree as splinters and mud spray around him. Pin down and pin down. Watch out, Rainmaker. Archer class has got a bead on you. As stray bullets fly past where Rainmaker has been pinned down, Big Sis flips two switches, opening compartments in the legs of Miss Dreams, her much larger Sagamartha chassis. Three small cylinders eject out and back. With a hissing pop, the canisters spray a thick smoke over the convoy, providing the three vehicles soft cover as the enemy mechs make their advance. Stay hidden for now. Do our best. Across the battlefield, another archer class lines up with the first, adding to the firepower laying into the tree that's currently protecting Rainmaker. Another whir of a hyperspec fuel injector as the olive drab hull of Ranger 1's mech Leonidas breaks through the foliage to get a flank on the larger chassis. A few drones buzz out of a pod mounted on the back of Leonidas, flying and detonating against the larger mech. I'm gonna stick on that bastion class. Well, I got plans for him. Hearing that, Ranger 1 unloads his assault rifle into the bastion as well. A panel flashes on Ranger 1's dash, indicating an enemy has fired chaff as the mech speeds towards the convoy and its defenders drawing a sword from a sheath attached to his offhand. Back closer to the convoy, Runway moves besides Big Sis, locking on and invading the mech that has just boosted, his heads-up display flashing the basic specs of a Ronin-class mech. Overriding the enemy's control, Runway forces the Ronin into the open and away from its target, Ranger 1. That should put him in a better spot for everybody to start taking pot shots. The Bastion-class pushes out from the tree line where its hasty ambush had been set, moving closer to cover an archer from the flank and lobs a grenade that goes wide, missing its intended target and shattering in a tree behind the convoy. Two more words of hyperspec fuel injectors spool up as both Windswept and Skip move forward to engage. Alright, let's move. Windswept speeds over towards Rainmaker, deploying two objects that shoot up layered sheets of metal and create prefabricated walls. He then fires a thermal pistol, a red laser cutting through and burning into the Ronin that's been offset into open space. Out the convoy, Skip pushes a truck that's been stuck in the mud into the smoke cloud Big Sis has created. He then rushes past Ranger 1, drawing two mech-sized knives and thrusting them into the still-smoking Ronin class. Be careful up there, Skip. Good work, but it's not done yet. More inbound. Watch the southern ridgeline, right side. Two more Ronin class, one archer class, and a bastion class, all registered on Omnicon's radar as they jump down from the ridgeline to the south. 
the bastion rising to its full height above the other ambushers. Concurrently, four more Ronin class break out of the trees to the north where the road bends. As the fighting continues, Rainmaker is out of his seat, pulling a compartment open and yanking wires out. I've taken heavy fire, repairing all systems right now and reloading the pulse rifle. Watching its compatriot get shot and stabbed, one of the archers engage with Rainmaker. He turns its gun, flips a switch, and begins a salvo of fire on Skip, pinning Skip down next to that Ronin. Big Sis moves to engage the fire team of Ronin, approaching the convoy from the road. I'll take the ones to the north, cover me. Acknowledged. Opening up with her mech's assault rifle and tagging one, cutting it through his hip joint and dropping the running to the ground. The bastion that jumped from the ridge line fires off a grenade, detonating behind Ranger 1 and pelting Leonidas with shrapnel. Stumbling from the shrapnel, Ranger 1 fires off another salvo of hunter-killer drones, harmlessly pelting the bulky shield of the bastion class. I'm gonna move up, take out this big guy. Readjusting his stance, Ranger 1's assault rifle rings out and scores a hit just under the bastion's shields. Omicron, we got more coming from the south. Heads up. The three Ronin class that remain of the fire team to the north make their assault on the convoy, the first one coming into melee with Big Sis and slashing with its blade, cutting into the leg of Miss Dreams. I've got your back, Sis. I'm gonna move up on your right and try to take some of these guys out. Copy that. Keep your head down. I'll stay behind you. Runway closes the distance Big Sis has made, standing beside her much larger mech and opens fire with a heavy machine gun on that Ronin class engaged with Miss Dream, peppering it into multiple pieces as it splashes to the ground. He swings around, drawing a thermal pistol, searing a hole in the core of another Ronin who lurches forward as servos and motors seize up, crashing into a flaming hulk in front of the convoy. That archer's closing in on me. I'm taking heavy fire. Archer just won't quit, Rainmaker. Will somebody take care of him before he gets ripped to shreds, please? Another halo rifle file shreds more of the tree as Rainmaker continues to frantically patch up his system, slapping the panel closed and pressing a diagnostic screen to see if his patches took. Positive indicators begin to flash up as the diagnostic runs. Skip draws the knives back, sheathing one as the Ronin begins to move again, drawing then slashing with a heavy charge blade down onto the Ronin, the smoke rising from the blade's impact before whipping around with Jumper's scorpion tail. Alright, let's see if this works. As the tail lunges forward, the Ronin parries with the sheath arm and slips that arm over the tail, grabbing it and holding Skip off balance. It didn't work! It didn't work! This is not the simulation, Skip. Come on, man. With a lurch, Skip is yanked by the Ronin into the line of ambushers forming across from Omnicron, next to the Bastion class. The Ronin wildly swings at Skip with its blade, glancing off his shoulder with a screech and a shower of sparks, not finding any purchase on Skip. God. Rainmaker, stay where you are. Ah. Uh. Tactical maneuver Alpha. Let's move. Windswept dives out of cover, sliding around Rainmaker and closing with the Archer class that has Rainmaker pinned down. A heavy charge blade, edge simmering with heat, slams into the side of Archer, quickly joined by Windswept's knife into the center of the mech, where it collapses. Got one. The southern enemies boost north, both Ronin class from the ridgeline batter Skip's mechs with multiple swings. A heavy whoosh gives Skip enough time to duck as the Bastion's class shield barely misses the head of his mech. Though the sidestep leaves him exposed, one of the Ronins takes that opportunity to cleave Skip's assault rifle in half, rendering it inoperable. Watch out Skip, they're gonna corner you. Eyes on me, boys. A banner raises out of the top of Miss Dreams, the sky blue and gold waving gallantly in the rain and overcast of Persinia. Big Sis proceeds to fire on the remaining Ronin class engaged with the convoy, who deflects the shot back at Big Sis. Shit, these things can knock it back at us. Watch out. Runway, we need to take out the Bastions. On it. Skip attempts to activate a shield on his mech, which fizzles and fails as it gets slashed through by one of the three Ronin class that currently surround him. They're tearing me up. I gotta get out of here. Skip wrenches the scorpion tail attachment from the hand of the Ronin class that dragged him into the kill box. Guys, it's not looking good for Skip. We need to do something. Skip swings wildly, heavy charge blade bouncing off the shield of the Bastion class nearby, scarring the shield but not finding purchase. Get out of there, Skip. Skip turns to run but crashes into the dirt as one Ronin severs his mech's left leg, the other slashing through a servo in its right. Coming, Skip. Hold on. The towering Bastion plants its shield in the hip joint of Skip's mech, slowly pushing down, wrenching the metal in unnatural ways. Oh shit. Skip! As the Bastion raises its shield, poised for another attack, the ejection seat bursts out of Skip's mech, landing with a dull thud in between the two forces. Meters away, Windswept is impacted by the remaining archer's rifle fire, before it turns and resumes suppressing fire on Rainmaker. Taking some damage. Moving to attack pattern Theta. Coming, Skip. With two pops and a flare of heat, Windswept fires both thermal pistols towards the archer class that hit him, knocking it off balance. Across the field, its first target destroyed, the runner that hit the servos on Skip's mech closes with Ranger 1 and slashes, sending sparks flying and leaving a deep gouge across the front of Leonidas. You wanna get my face? Fine, I got something for you. Targeting the big guy. Cyclone Pulse Rifle, away! As Ranger 1 levels his rifle to combat the Ronin, energy fire from Rainmaker sizzles across the battlefield, impacting the core of the Bastion that claimed the kill on Skip's mech. Heat shimmers through the spring air as the core fails and the Bastion implodes. Rainmaker finally peels Dante off the tree he's been pinned to and hurries back to the convoy in deployed cover. Repositioning. Falling back. Big sis, you're getting some company. 
Ranger 1 rifle level barrages the Ronin class with rifle and drone. While the rifle fire scores a hit on the Ronin, the Hunter Killer drones are deflected back and explode on Ranger 1 instead. When the smoke clears, Ranger 1 pulls a fragment of his drone from his mech's forearm and checks the incision, finding little damage. Uh, yeah, they definitely hit shit back at you. The Ronin that severed the leg on Skip's mech runs north towards Windswept, but makes an abrupt turn as it spots Skip getting out of the ejected pilot seat. Skip rolls to the side as the Ronin blade digs deep into the dirt and mud, the massive sword barely missing him. Stay low, Skip, if you can hear me. I'm gonna try to take this one out. Wenwei, still beside Big Sis, sees the Ronin class going for Skip and guns it down with his heavy machine gun, popping off the sheath arm before destroying the midsection and forcing it backwards onto the ground with the inertia of the rounds. The last Ronin class on the fire team from the northern tree line clashes with Big Sis, blade bouncing off the armor of Miss Dreams with a screech. I don't like all these Ronins. All right, I'm, I'm grabbing Skipper. To the south, Rainmaker boosts into the open zone between forces and picks up Skip, seating him in the expanded compartment of Dante. Come on, little guy. Why don't you hop on in? Thanks. That didn't work out. At all like I planned it to. Not even a little bit. He continues to close the distance between himself and the Ronin class engaged with Ranger 1. Ranger 1, I'm covering your flank. Look like you could use a hand. Rainmaker swings twice, severing the Ronin's sheath arm and causing it to stumble. But the Ronin remains upright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 let's see how good you are with that sword. Shall we dance? Barraging, I'm moving south. Swapping to attack pattern Epsilon. I'm gonna swap to the heavy charge blade, see if I can cut down a few of these. Does anybody else remember what these attack formations are supposed to be? No, but they sound cool. I can hardly spell them, let alone do them. Windswept shoots the Ronin class engaged with Ranger 1 and charges forward, taking fire from the remaining Archer class. Heavy charge blade sizzling, windswept cuts deep into the side of Thyronin. To the north, an explosion pelts Big Sis and Runway, with shrapnel as the remaining Bastion class fires another grenade, smoke coming from the barrel of the launcher. Inside Runway's mech, warning signs of an overheating core flash up on the screen. I gotta dip my heat, guys. I don't want to get cooked in here. As the dust settles, the Ronin is still engaged with Big Sis swings, missing as Big Sis drops her hip and takes a half step back with Miss Dreams to dodge the attack. Alright, bastard. Take this. Ranger 1 continues to fire all systems, the heavily damaged Ronin exploding as the hunter-killer drones find weak points to detonate into, fragmenting the mech. And on another note, I'm bringing the big gun next time, I'm tired of this shit. The remaining Archer class continues to fire on Windswept, landing shots and briefly knocking him off center. I have one of those too. Big Sis swings in on the Ronin in return, using the half-step backwards to build momentum into the strike, her blade cleaving the mech into two sections, sending it tumbling a dozen or so feet. Ha! I got him. Notifications flash across the team's screens as Big Sis locks onto the Bastion that fired at her and Runway. Right away, I have a lock-on on the Bastion. We need to take him out. On it. You keep pointing me, I'll keep shooting. You got it. The banner of Response Team Omnicron is also lowered, returned to its storage container in Miss Dreams. Next to her, Runway fires at the Bastion class, but shoots wide with his machine gun, peppering the ground around it and spraying mud into the air. Well, shit. Apparently I can't hit a goddamn thing. It's okay, we can just keep trying. I've got this guy handled. Ranger 1, move to engage. The air to the south rings as the remaining Ronin class and Rainmaker exchange blows, both hitting the other with their blades, the rhythm augmented with a pop as Rainmaker falls up a strike with a thermal pistol. <laughs> Windswept dodges as the remaining Archer class takes aim, managing to avoid most of the barrage. The lights flash through the cockpit as the shots take his stabilizers offline. Taking damage, guys. We're gonna have to, gonna have to withdraw. Uh, defensive pattern Zeta. Uh, we're gonna have to stabilize. I've had some structural damage. Here, give me the time to use my protractor and make an angle to you. Just get the fuck back. Come on. I'm moving. Don't end up like me. Hang in there. We'll cover you. Appreciate it, big sis. Assessing the damage, Windswept falls back behind the shields he put up earlier, sliding out of his seat to perform some repairs. Thunk reverberates through the air as the Bastion class pulls a new grenade from its compartment and drops it into its launcher. Ranger 1, we need to take out this Bastion as quickly as we can. Target painted. It got in my sights. Ranger 1 flanks around the side of the Bastion class, continuing to pressure it with hunter killer drones and assault rifle fire. Ha. Just like that, boys. Alright, I think I'm good. Moving out. Snapping a compartment closed, Windswept hops back into the pilot's seat and boosts forward, taking a wild telegraph swing in which the Bastion class sidesteps. Ah, something's wrong with my neck. I've missed. The remaining Ronin class continues the duel with Rainmaker, hitting a key point on Dante. Force the hit shakes Rainmaker and Skip in the cockpit. The Rainmaker is able to keep the blow from destroying a leg through smart maneuvering. Be careful, you got precious cargo. My armor's gone, but it was just a glancing blow. Not bad. Now it's my turn. You two okay over there? I think so. There's smoke coming out of the mech. 
not so much. I have that effect on machinery. Eyes up. We know this shit yet. Punching buttons inside of the neon purple and teal mech, Big Sis locks on and fires her assault rifle, shearing panels off the shield and legs of Bastion class as it tries to block the shots. Woo! Got him again! We almost have him, let's keep going! Using the momentum from the blow, the Bastion class swings its shield toward Windswept, who nimbly dodges out of the way. I'm doing what I can here, but I need all the help I can get. I've got you. I'm not gonna miss this time. Roger that. It's looking rough, let's finish this. A salvo of machine gun fire from one way pelts the bastion, sharing more of its shield and arm panels, exposing wiring harnesses and servos as they were to keep the shield in front of the bolts raining down on it. The archer class turns its attention to Ranger 1 as it steps out from behind the wreckage of the bastion class that was demolished earlier. Shots crack through the air as the archer moves to cover the bastion's flank. One shot punches through the armor of Ranger 1's Leonidas, the other knocks him off balance. God, I got a lucky shot. I'm gonna try to override some things here. Let's try this. Ranger 1 plants his feet and returns fire, hitting joints between the torso and hips of the archer, causing the torso to collapse into the legs with a definitive crunch. Good hits. Reporting good hits here. Target neutralized. Nice shooting, everyone. Now let's finish this. Rainmaker charges the remaining Ronin class, sliding beneath the Ronin's legs. As Rainmaker disappears from view, the Ronin's chest armor bursts outward. The tip of the Rainmaker's charge blade is jutting through as the Lancer pulls the sword out from the Ronin collapses. Walking on... Slumping across her sensor screen, Big Sis locks on and fires at the final bastion, shearing through the arm exposed by runway and cutting a diagonal line across the mech's cockpit. With a groan, the bastion staggers and falls with a deep thud as the sounds of battle settle. Ha Got him! Woo! Good shot, Sis! Let's get this convoy out of here. Sounds like a plan. Set him up and knock him down, team. Good shit. I need to rework some of my maneuvers in my manual. Maybe not change my accent halfway through a sentence. You? You okay there, Windswept? You're suddenly from... Somewhere. You get your coffee this morning? Uh, uh, somebody's got in the cockpit. I'm, <coughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll have a look at my manual later. Anyway. Is there, is there an NHP in there with you? What is going on? I would not disclose everything about my mech. Oh, okay. I want some coffee. You need some coffee. Stop teasing them wrong way. Let's keep our eyes up. There may be more of them. Skip, you doing okay? Yep, I'm sitting tight. How long does it take to print a mech again? About 10 hours. Longer than we have today. You're with Rainmaker for the rest of this mission. Shit. You go on ahead. I am going to tend to the fallen. I will make the way ready for their return. I'll catch up. All right. Well, you take care of that. It really seems up your alley. This is definitely new to me. Hey, uh, Skip, I think I found some workable linear actuators here you might be able to use. And he'll, like, rip out some components from a, a mech, an, an or enemy combatant, and kind of bring them over. Uh, I know we don't have ten hours for this project, but, uh, do you think we could have, like, one hour so I can try and cobble something together? I don't really feel like sitting shotgun for this whole... Like for yeah, if we all pitch in together, we should be able to get it. Um, one or two of you maybe keep watch over the convoy while we do this. I can I can help skip out. Sounds good. Uh, um, weird question. Do we want to check these people that were piloting these things? Figure out if we know anything about them. I mean, I can I can keep watch if you want to check on their mechs. Sure. Or I can check their mechs. They might have something in the computer systems. Maybe coordinates to a base, or maybe rendezvous coordinates yeah. or something. Not a bad idea. I know my way around most systems. These... Actually, uh, Windswept, if you want to cover me, I'm probably going to have to get dismount to check their, their internal systems, so... I'll move my Jericho shields to give us a bit of cover as we shift around from mech to mech. Give us a bit of, bit of cover. Sounds good. These mechs look really old. Any idea where they came from? I mean, off the top of my head, no, but I can check the, the stuff. So, Runway's going to basically hop down after finding a mech that's in semi-reasonable condition that he can salvage some computer components from and stuff, and he's going to run serial numbers and other things to see if he can find a log of uh, production, and then he's going to try to pop the hatch and see if he can find anything inside the internal systems. Um, upon... Looking at for serial numbers and kind of checking it through the system, uh, running it through almost through flashpoints, you know, databases and his access um, or their access, excuse me, to the OmniNet. Um, 
we find that these serial numbers were first manufactured. And this is where I have to go dive through a couple things because, boy, howdy. Um, Wasn't it a product of like the the war? Yeah. If you, yep. But but the serial numbers and the the year that they are generated from are two different things. So um, they seem to have been. Uh, officially finished production in 4512 you so during during second com mm-hmm. during second com about 500 years prior to current modern day that's a good eye skip yeah these are second com models I'm going to, because uh, none of them went like supernova. They all like collapsed, and yeah. so I'm going to have windswept cover me from his mech as I, you know, cock my uh, pistol and pop the hatch to make sure I don't get, you know, shot in the face and pop invisibility and see what's going on. As you open up the hatch, uh, the individual inside it does not look to be breathing. Yeah. Um. They, you, you kind of see a red soak kind of on their mid torso, mm-hmm. which spreads down into their hip. Mm-hmm. Um, after a quick moment of popping the hatch, no movement, nothing stirs. Yeah. So, right. um, uh, what you got? Uh, sorry, I almost said my DD character. Travis would come over the comms seeing you do that. Hey, uh, Winston, might not be pretty, but always double tap, man. Keep keep yourself safe. You want me to shoot him again? Call kill confirmed, trust me. Cold sure. wasting ammo, Ranger 1. We haven't got the supplies out here on the field. If we use it now, we haven't got it when we need it the most. I agree. We need to be careful with how much we're using. I will... What does it matter if they're not dead if they can't fight back? I will check him to see if he's alive. Uh, quick check on the neck for a pulse reveals uh, zero vitals. Okay. Nothing kind of indicating that he is he's alive. There's no heartbeat, um, no breath. Yeah. So they seem to be real dead, not just unconscious. I will move them out of the way and start trying to, you know, see if I can get anything off their computer. Gotcha. Um, make me a quick grit roll. One moment, I have to actually pull up dice and stuff. I mean, are we are we in narrative? Are we in narrative? Yeah, time? narrative. So, yeah, my actual hacking actually matters. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Not a damn thing. Apparently, these are heavily mm. encrypted servers with my six. All that old day working. Uh, it's more so <laughs> that you see them. They don't really have a whole lot of onboard storage mm-hmm. since they are very ancient it almost looks like they have uh they're they're mostly just the servos and the the cpus and the various you know boards to keep the thing moving and running mm-hmm. but nothing that really indicates uh any kind of nav system um or like positioning or anything that gives like a, a indicator of who they are or where they're from okay um so you, you can't pull any data from it outside of the, the standardized uh, Everest data that, that you can get from any any Everest mech. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds so. the good. Sounds good. Like so, doesn't seem to be anything. There doesn't seem to be enough here for them to be using triangulation software. They've been eyeballing it most everything they've been doing. I'd be surprised if their comms are anything more than short range. They're pretty skilled then. Can you check the rest of them while we fix this? Yeah, I can. As I'm walking over towards Skip, um, I'm pulling on a chain around my neck. I have a uh, data chip. I'm pulling it out and uh, inserting it into my um, console. I'm pulling up the blueprints uh, for Everest and going through them, uh, the files that I have Hmm. from my dad. Um, I'll make it over there and I'll one last look around and make sure there's nothing. I'll climb down and start helping Skip piece this mess back together. Yeah, Skip is just holding the two like linear actuators that he got from Ranger 1 that Ranger 1 ripped out of that other mech and he's like, 
gonna use these? <laughs> these things are here. Give it to me. Five hundred years old. <laughs> we can make it work. Here, I'll show you. Okay. All right. If you're sure this will. Thing even still move. How are these things walking? <laughs> and you respect your equipment. Should I make a roll for that? Uh, you could make a grit roll. I would say it's not. I, I mean, yeah, make me a grit roll. I would say you get your bonuses for the the personalized uh, the effects of the the data chip and its uh, its contents in terms of putting together this uh, putting together a new functioning version of Skip's Mac for okay, for now. So I get that, and then do um, I get hacked or fix as well? Yes, uh, fix. Yeah. Uh, how many, if this succeeds, how many alley repair points would it be? Would it be one or more? Uh, the amount that it requires for a, um, it four, four will fix it. Yeah, yeah. Four, four will fix it, but we'll see how well this goes, and I might adjust that. Uh, that's a 21. Ooh, nice. That is a crit. I will, let's, let's have it then, oh. uh, down to two. Because you do have a lot of parts, spare parts lying around from some pretty dead max to yeah. gut through. And since they are also of Everest, makes since there's millions of them. Um, so you just have to bypass it through here and here, give me that cord over there. All right, here you go. We'll split it and whew, almost shocked myself. Okay. Um, yeah, there we go. Careful. It's all set. You can replace a mech. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Speaking of uh, lots of mechs lying around, I got a question. Mm -hmm. Probably two questions. Yeah. Um, so first one, um, is uh, my mech um, strong enough to maybe um, make a like defensive barrier from the two Bastion's shields? Um, I would say your mech is strong enough to pick up specifically the shield of it. Um, it okay. will take both of your, your hands to do it. It's not like you can mount this oh, bit, yeah. the shield because it's, they're essentially what I would consider them to be the same as a Jericho wall shield. Um, okay. In terms of usage now, now the Bastion is defeated, so you can set them up as as one of those um, deployable shields and get, grant the same uh, cover bonus. Okay. Um, the only difference is you can't uh, move them as easily. So. Oh yeah, that's fine. And I'm not like trying to skate around mm. on these guys. I just want to make them like as as much of a hard hard cover as I can for them while they are out of their max. Gotcha. Yep. You can totally do that though. Um, okay. Um, and then question two, mm -hmm. can I get um, maybe like human hand size pieces of metal from one of the Bastions, one of the Ronins, and one of the Archers? Uh, either using the mech to pull it apart or uh, I'm talking about like hull pieces, not like actual mechanics. or Yeah, yeah just like sections of their, their like torsos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I can say you're able to pull off pieces, yeah. Trophies? Just like small hand sized, yep. It's little corners. And, and also, Travis is not being bashful about this at all. He's just definitely going like, rip, rip, rip. And if there's like a storage container on the armor, yeah, on the mech, I'd probably just stuff in there. And there's then. enough of one to put it in for okay for now. So Cool. That's me then. Cool. Well, I'm going to strafe over with my Jericho shield so we can extend our defensive line. I'd like to maybe see if we got time to bury the dead if we get, if we get a chance. Maybe brew some coffee. I bet you could get a coffee maker installed in like the back of your mech. Not a bad idea, Skip. <laughs> uh, I think it will fit. But not now. Let's just get you back on your feet first. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure some of these Ronin will have the, the stuff I need to repair the upper half. And I'll go loot through that. Mm. Uh... I'm an, is it alright if I take those from just subtracting it from my own repair capacity sure. since I'm not being gifted it? Yeah. And uh, that should bring things up. Yeah. So then, how, should I make a grit roll for that, for salvaging? Uh, no, it's what the, the fixed roll was for already. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Then I'll so. get the other two, because I thought you said you'll have it to two, so that's why I was like... Yeah, okay. have it to two, two repair instead of the four. Oh, so, that works um, so now you have you have three more that you can use to bring up your structure if you wish, or yep. two. Or... Uh, so 
I have four issues requiring my attention, says the CompCon. <laughs> I need to repair a critical reactor that is compromised, a uh, structure compromised, and two of my mounts, which are missing. Can I just... Yeah, two repair points to fix my reactor. Now I can actually use the mech. <laughs> hmm. Um, and then... There we go. Now I can operate the mech again, but I no longer have an assault rifle because my main mount is missing. Gotcha. I'll have to get that replaced when I reprint. But other than that, we should be good. Um, are we, are we able, like, just uh, lore and kind of hmm. roleplay mechanics-wise, are we able to send, like, single-beam communication to, like, one other... You could open a private uh, channel, essentially. Private yeah, channel? Yeah, okay. but I don't see why not. Are we looking... When are we looking to move out? I need just a few minutes more to repair a bit of my mech. Um, but it's just minor. I should be able to get it done pretty quickly. Yeah. I think I'm just about good to go. I mean, I got a few missing parts, but that's better than not having a working mech. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. As everyone finishes up the repairs, and as the convoy gets moving again, Winston's drone swings back around as Winston picks up his stream from where he left off before the combat. See now, this is what happens when you try to swat us in the field. Doesn't turn out well for anybody. Also, I'm going to give an interview about why Coffee is for Quitters is the worst name ever for a streamer. Listen, man, we're really laying into that fake streamer we made up 20 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> we are, because I'm friends with Windswept. Windswept loves Coffee. This- this random streamer that just happened to base their entire identity after being hostile towards people. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Those with a caffeine deficiency. Fucking insensitive. Cancel them. But you know, I mean, it's 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 surprising that that reference would, would make it through, what, 5,000 plus years and across how many light years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that like many. caffeine's always going to be a thing, though. Oh, always I mean, going to be tired yes. people. No, no, but coffee is... I guess coffee is for quitters. It's not necessarily... Coffee is for closers, but it's a take on it. No. You know, it's a, it's a uh, mo- movies were an art form where people would kind of record visual... Hap- kind of like a stream, but with a script and a plot. Yeah, like hollow uh, vids. Yeah, but, but yeah. you don't experience them in three dimensions. You watch them uh, on just like a dis- flat display screen. That sounds That's, so much more boring. That's yeah. a little primitive for my taste. And an eye strain. Yeah, like one of yeah, them like, was just all about trying to, you know. Well, a lot of people said it was about the dangers of uh, capitalism because you know everything is right. Am I right? But this one was about. Is it? Uh, is this it? one was um, about you know just trying to trying to sell some houses to people. That I mean, sounds really boring. Yeah, you're really not selling this movie thing. I mean, I don't think it's very good either. I just. You know. Okay, I'm sticking with hollow bits. Don't like get me least. started on shaving a haircut. <laughs> do, do you not shave or have a haircut? I mean, I get shaves and haircuts all the time. Why would you not have a shave and a haircut? That seems really... get really, really hairy and furry at that point in time. I mean, you know, if I, if I go like this... You know what nothing comes next? You, you see, that's from the nothing happens. Cradle year eighteen ninety nine, which is who even knows how long ago. I mean, I always thought it was a prison thing because Skip did it all the time. I just thought that's the thing they taught you in prison. I didn't. I, I didn't I'm realize there was you. history behind that. I see. There's, I mean, I just assume history. you did some. I assume you just did some prison preaching because you're a you're a you're a priest. I assume you like went to people and. That was a prison thing you two had, so I was going to step on your prison thing. Um, there's, there's history behind everything we do. I thought that was military cadence at one point. Yeah, I don't know. My dad used to do it a lot. Yeah, I'll have a look in the uh, operations manual. I'll get back to you. Oh, God. Yes, yeah, I didn't know where there was a GMS standard pattern knock, all right? Like, that's just a thing I was unaware of. There are many forms of communication used by the GMS. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I love that we were free all to put that wherever. Totally <laughs> in character. I, I also love the best. You. Yes. Um, 
the rest of our walk to the uh, the landing zone. Yes, as you you finish making the final parts of the trek to the landing zone, the convoy of, of various APCs have already finished the the drive there for their uh, vehicles. Um, you see, one of them has uh, they basically have like a giant uh, like you know fire hydrant uh, styled hose that is in the landing bowl to pump water out. And it's you know funneled out in a way back into the river downstream as another people as other people have taken one of the other P- uh, APCs and moved it uh, into position to start building uh, like a, a oh god I wish I knew the term off the top of my head um, a runoff essentially mm. uh, before the landing bowl and its, its pool of water to to make it again a dry space for bigger craft to land on. Um, so, as you all arrive, uh, Caster Fieldings is sitting outside of one of the APCs, kind of waves you all over. Um, as a weird side note, what does Caster Fieldings look like? Because this is the first time we've actually uh, seen him, isn't it? Not was, the first time you've seen okay, him. Okay, I remember if we saw him, but we, he started in the truck and we didn't actually see him. You're all mecked up, or he was... We've had one conversation with him the first okay. night that you were here. Uh, oh. He's an older gentleman um, with kind of balding hair uh, that is gray and almost a crown around his head. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if he was Burt Reynolds-esque in his truck driving ways, so... I'm not uh, sure. No, 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 no. He's not Burt Reynolds-esque in his truck, truck driving ways. He is... Um, but he is uh, the chief, chief engineer here at uh, Evergreen. He waves you all down. He kind of hops like leans into the truck to get on the comms and goes well thank you for the help we are uh all good down here so if you wish to i mean i guess we can head back i know they heard over the radio at least on militia band comms there are going to be some militia coming over here from the uh the sniping snipe hunting uh they were mostly successful uh some of the individuals made it out uh from the enemy but they got the uh they got the sniper. Um, they have been captured, from what I understand. Um, the, their mech has been destroyed. So. Did they tell you how many frames were over there? Maybe was it just the one? It was a uh, two, two frames. The the one that is there was their sniper, and then the another one was a uh, just a general. Um, I think a general purpose frame one of the old, same kind of older models that they have that a lot of these raiders have been using yeah so i wonder if they have a printer as well i mean doubt it from what we found these frames are all 500 plus years old they're old old frames i mean if they are pirates i feel like they Probably landed here and found these frames somewhere. I doubt they have a printer. Maybe they've... Or they stole them at the time. Mm. Or they have one and don't know how to use it. If they found them here, that means that uh, there was a sizable... Um, who I would have been, what, second? Second calm uh, Union force out here. Sounds like it at some point in time. Um, yeah, I guess. No idea what second com would have been doing out here. Let's see if I can get Flashpoint to pull some records. Good idea. If they've got a stockade, then that would certainly change our tactical picture while we're here. Flashpoint's a good good shot. Uh, Flashpoint, who's been kind of quiet since you guys got done with the combat, kind of pipes in with... Most of the records are gone. Um, either lost in the shuffle forward to third com or purposely destroyed unclear um i just know that we don't have much to in the way of actual data on this place outside of you know it's designation code and the uh the contract for the colony outside of that it, it's really not much you know and then all of the the crisis that happened here millennia ago as well listed in part of the revolution you know news and propaganda around that time but start compiling a report based on observations we have here perhaps we can help put together some of what happened here in the past and if we cross-reference it with known operations and capabilities of second com at the time we can get an idea of what awaits us in the future uh, 
since we have no intel, even speculative intel might be a help for us. Understood. We'll do. Thank you, Flashpoint. Of course. And then I'll, like, upload... Uh, Balthazar will make sure to upload all of the, like, uh, comm data and, you know, uh, uh, metrics, uh, uh, combat-like metrics and readings from the from the fight to start, you know, uh, start giving us a, a working database of what we've seen here so we can kind of at some point get Flashpoint to go into a blink space mind palace and Sherlock Holmes, whatever has happened here. He will absolutely um, begin to start compiling that information so that way you can eventually reach that lovely, I got it, mind palace moment. Um, uh, and Flashpoint, uh, just real quick for my own, no. he, him, or they, them, or what? They, them, technically. They, them. Uh, gotcha. I, I, uh, I believe I may not always be 100% perfect with that, and that was because my brain is... Oh, I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah, just just double-checking. Remember, it's a they-them that's an eldritch being of horrible mathematics, and if it ever becomes unshackled, it will eat us all. I'm going to remind everyone of that, that it is not our friend, that it isn't an HP. Hey. I, I like to pretend that they're like a swarm of bees that you're referring to. It's a lot easier. It's very I'm- true. Don't think that's accurate. NHPs are, um, well, we don't need to get into it right now, but suffice to say, they they are entirely, um, I guess alien is, is one sort of sense of the word, but um, they aren't inherently hostile. And we'd definitely be lost without Flashpoint. I'm not saying Flashpoint is not awesome. I'm saying Flashpoint doesn't think the way we think. Now that... That we can all agree on. I think what we can all agree on is that coffee is first order of business. We can talk about this over coffee. As you all make your way back uh, in your mechs, um, back to Evergreen... Um, you guys will pass some militia members as they walk out, um, making the journey out to defend the engineers. Um, they are moving with a decent amount of purpose. They're not trying to sprint out there because they've not heard anything, you know, to the degree that there is, uh, an emergency going on out, out the landing bowl. Um, but they are moving with purpose that way. They aren't undefended for long. Um, cast feeling made it pretty clear that it wasn't needed. Uh, defense wasn't needed beyond what you've already done. Um, based on the frequency of the attacks, if they just did one, he's not too worried about another immediately after. Um, as you guys were sent on your way. Um, Uh, um, do we, GM, sorry, do we uh, happen to see any troops coming back towards Evergreen looking like a haggard, carrying heavy equipment, stuff like Um, that? Actually, this is the perfect spot for a few things, so I would love a grit roll from all of you. Um... Skills and talents and triggers in observations or noticing things would be applicable. So, um, I mean, something that might work. I was asking if anyone looked haggard or hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Patch, apply medical knowledge to, to medicate or diagnose. Yeah, if you're, uh, I will, yes, that, you that'll apply. Yes, you spot would absolutely. And I got an, an amazing roll of six. Uh, okay, dirty Four 19. Plus two. Nice. Dirty 19 for Travis. Gotcha. Uh, how about read a situation? Yes, that would be applicable here as well. Uh, 18. 18, okay. What about get a hold of something? Acquire temporary or permanent allies' assets, connections through wealth or social influence? Um, I don't think it would be super applicable because it's, it's more like interacting with people, Yeah. No, from my understanding. Okay. Uh, a 13 for Tyler. Okay. Oh, I guess it would help if I actually rolled. Hold on one second. It's okay. <laughs> Two. I'm too busy worrying about this 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 coffee is for quitters guy that I'm arguing with on the inter- on the Omninet to pay attention to anything. Hey, there's a five. Nice. So five, six, two, two. 13, 18, and nineteen. Okay. So let's start from the bottom and work our way up. With two, Winston, you are man, this this coffee is for quitters is now going into why coffee is in fact specifically for quitters and nobody else. Um, and, and, you know, you get in an argument and you've, you've cut off your, your radio, your radio transmit to everybody else on the thing, just so you can argue and specifically everybody, your votes. Uh, everybody, but Olivia, 
because you don't ever cut, okay. cut yeah, radio that, contacts with Olivia. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. the thing I do not do. Yes, um, and that is very fair. So Olivia is hearing me bitch about this dude as I am on <laughs> as She is beyond used to, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, the five and the six, you all uh, see the, the militia members going out. You don't really see anything too, too crazy uh, otherwise. It's a beautiful early afternoon at this point in uh, Evergreen or on Hercinia, outside of Evergreen. Um, with the uh, 13, correct? Uh, for Tyler. Um, with the 13, you see, and I would say this also applies for the 18, um, though, because you are a bit of a taller mech, you have a bit of a better vantage point with that, um, Olivia, in, in big, in big sis, or not in big sis, but in Miss Dreams, as big sis. Um, words? Point is being, uh, you guys will both see a couple smokestacks out in the distance, beyond Evergreen itself, from what you can tell. Um, almost what you would look to be almost like these looks to be, and from your vantage point, uh, Olivia, you can see almost like a little bit of farmhouses off in the distance. Um, and there seems to be some smoke rising up from them. Um, with the 19 Ranger 1, a lot of the individuals there look pretty, uh, They've, they've definitely been going for a while. Uh, not a lot of them look hurt. Um, they look just, you know, they, they put in work this morning. And now they're going to do their afternoon stuff. Um, Are they um, with any heavy equipment that needs carrying? or anything? My, Basically, I'm looking to assist in any way I can help them along their way. Okay. Um, while staying with my group. They are moving the opposite direction as you. So oh, okay. it wouldn't really be, make a lot of sense to do that. Right. They are carrying anything that looks uh, un uncarryably heavy okay. uh, the, some of them have exosuits that will help carry some of the bigger armaments um, you see somebody who has something similar to Brava Hadura's like anti-armor uh, weapon okay. on a third arm type thing Okay. Uh, right. nothing seems they, they seem to be very traveling with what they can carry on them um, which seems to be kind of the, the, their, their uh, operation operating orders for when they're in doing these engagements as militia members is to bring, not to bring more than they can feasibly carry or run away with is, is the idea. Okay. Um, if they're leaving the line, uh, to go beyond evergreen. Um, so both of you will see the, uh, I would say big sis. You also see what looks to be a little bit of flames as well, kind of churning out of the smoke. Um, you can like zoom in with one of your, your camera optics on the outside of the mech. And you can see, in fact, these this farmhouse that is uh, that's flaming and on fire and there's smoke and the uh, rising out from it. Um, I would say the big difference, only difference between uh, Olivia and Tyler is Tyler. You are a little too short to see beyond the wall through Evergreen to the other side of it. So you see the smoke, you don't see the fire in the house because of your your height difference. And since Olivia is a good you know story taller than you uh, in, in mysteries, so good flashpoint. Check out this video. Does Evergreen know about this? Uh, I don't see anything. I don't hear anything on the radio chatter. I'll ping patients and see if they've got anything. A uh, quick moment later, uh, you hear uh, Flashman come back to you. No, they don't know anything about it, though. If it, it is probably one of the gray towns, according to patients. I don't know if it means anything, it means anything to you guys, according to what I got from them it is a bit of uh people that have either come down when the settlement was first found and stuff like that but then chose to leave for one reason or another there's a few of them that litter around the outskirts of evergreen proper um on the other side of the river so um a patient said we were open to investigate if we want to but it is uh as far as we can tell, the militia seem, don't seem to see any uh, active threats over there either. Uh, a couple went to investigate from what I've been told, and they've not heard anything. Uh, there's, they didn't say anything dire was happening, and you know, not, no contact was made. So. Can you patch me in? What, what are we seeing? I'm a little short. I'll, um, I'll send the video to everybody else. Mm. All of you now see the, the zoomed-in uh, recording of the, the the video feed of the farmhouse on fire and the smoke billowing up. Um, zoomed in from the distance. So it's a little bit a little bit grainy, just a tiny bit, but it's not too. Bad. 
And then Travis kind of mutes his mic for a minute. What are we thinking, big sis? Uh, could be something, could be nothing. Just an accident. We can check it out, though. We have clearance, too, if we want. I mean, all, all for it, but are we, do we need the, the whole team, or, or what's our play here? One of us goes, I think we should all go. I mean, it's a roundabout way to get back, but it's still heading towards Evergreen, so it shouldn't be that bad. I definitely want to go. If there isn't going to be a mission for it, could be it could be an attack, could be a feint, could be something that needs to be definitely checked into. And if nothing else, we always help put out the fire. That is our goal, after all. Show up, be heroic, and look as good as we can doing it. Okay. Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint, let Evergreen know that we're heading to check out that fire. Understood. Yeah, we're all about hearts and minds, aren't we, Ranger 1? Hoorah. Thank you for listening to Response Team Omnicron. Our cast this evening has been Adam Powell, Anna Woten, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Shane Marine. You can find links to each of their social media handles in the podcast description. This podcast is story told, edited, and produced by Fenicini. Additional content creation and consulting by Anna Woten. Produced with Squadcast and Adobe Edition, with additional sound effects and music from Epidemic Sounds. Once again, Thank you for listening and keep your eyes on the Omni for the next episode.